I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, man. We got Jim White, Brother Dave, and Super Dave in the studio today. Morning, everybody. Morning, Hi, everybody. Jim. Top of the day, everybody. Guys ready for the pledge? Let's Absolutely. do it. All right. Pledge of allegiance, allegiance to, to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and in making good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. And no matter what, we trust you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Sound, sound effects, Jim. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yep. <clears throat> As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFW. They don't endorse us. We're not paid to do this by JFW. It's just our expressed opinion. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I got a question. I know we usually ask everybody to join us for the Pledge of Allegiance or remove your cap and all that kind of stuff. We've discussed all that. And <clears throat> maybe you know this, Jim. But when you started to read the, the prayer, I was thinking, oh, we should bow our head. Do you know why they asked to bow your heads, where that came from, just for... I do not, and I don't even always bow my head in church. But I got in a habit, so when I've been on the church safety teams, like when everyone bows their heads, we don't, because we want to see what's going on. Yeah. And I just kind of still don't. don't. Yeah. yeah. I just Once wondered where it came from. You know, I don't know. Just always... <clears throat> bow your yeah. heads i don't know yeah i wrote join us that we need to get that put in in front of the pledge we've talked about that i know last week you stopped and went back a- a- added it <clears throat> we just need to get it written in there so we say it okie dokie we'll do that <laughs> episode 120 had 611 downloads we are at 66.4 thousand total downloads and we got one more follower this week so we're at 544 fo- 545 followers Nice. Awesome. Yep. That's pretty good 611 downloads. Yeah. I liked it, especially the week before. It was a little light. So it's yeah. always good to see that come back up. I did see uh, Ryan Byers' episodes at like 745 or something like that. Oh, it's gone up quite back. a bit. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's good. So Bella gave me a dad joke. I actually woke her up this morning to say goodbye and like, Hey, Bella, I'm going to work. Daddy loves you. And she's like, don't forget to tell my joke. Like, that's the first thing she says. 
And I asked her, I was like, where'd you get this joke from? She's like, I made it up. She makes up a lot of jokes. <laughs> this one I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Indiana's right next to uh, Illinois. They're like sister states, right? So what does Indiana tell Illinois when she's fed up with her sister? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you you uh, uh, Illinois me? Yeah. Close. You're so Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. like Bella's wishing for her sister. <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah. one's for Ace, Jim. Great. So that's do you consider, I know she loves plants and she's helped us with ours. Do you consider her a plant mom as such? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Do you know what happens when she makes a mistake? <clears throat> I do not. Oh, I wet my plants. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's a good mistake, really. Yeah. I broke a little bit of tradition here. I did. I start. I'm going to start with a knock knock joke. So who's there? Knock knock. Oh, who's there? A little old lady. Little old lady who? Hey, you can yodel. Ah, <laughs> nice. Very good, Dave. This one's for you. Did you know dogs can't operate MRI machines? Yes. But cat scan. Cat scan. Oh, man. And then I got to finish with one for me for my dog because you all know I'm such a dog lover. So uh, I had to stop taking my dog to the park because the ducks kept trying to bite her. One bread. Guess that's why I shouldn't have got a purebred. Ah, oh, there you go. I knew it was something like that. Well, if you, I, I, I got to throw one in, one more dog one in then. Why can't you stop a dog with no legs? <laughs> why can't you stalk or stop? I'm sorry. Stop. Why stop. Can't, why can't you stop a dog with no legs? Because it never started. <laughs> yeah. Know. He's got no paws. <laughs> oh, got the pause button going on, huh? Not bad. I got a couple of riddles. Okay. Save us, save us, Dave. Yep. Gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna give you some riddles here. So, first one: You cannot keep me until you have given me. What am I? Chlamydia. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your word. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. So next one. I am not alive, but I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? Fire. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I just keyed on and the water kills me apart. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Good riddle, though. Yep, not alive, but I grow and don't have lungs, but I need air. That's right. Good stuff. All right, no new employees this week, but we do got some good celebrations. Omar Reyes hits one year this Friday. Nice. Congratulations, Omar. Yeah. And then uh, Tony Martinez and Pedro Sotelo always share this special day. They hit four years this Saturday. Wow, congratulations, you guys. Yep, that's that's awesome. Wow. I didn't know they started on the same day. Well, you hired them both. so I know you and Oswaldo started on the same day. That's right. Yeah. And he is my work wife. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Stingray also has an anniversary this Saturday. I separated it, though, because he hits 19 years. Awesome. Straight. That is fantastic. Wow, that's good yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. We just saw him downstairs. I think Stingray's tough as nails. Right. That's what I'm coming up with. Yep. You know? With yeah, everything with, that he's going through, he just he's here, he's working, he's doing the damn thing. So yep, yeah. Spoke with him yesterday, <clears throat> Jamie was in, you know, just because the start later start time, and yeah, very, very positive and yeah. just upbeat and yeah, good, always good has to go. a good attitude. Like yeah, yep. good to go. 
Uh, birthdays, Don Keller and Richard Brown celebrated a birthday Saturday the 24th. Mm, happy Congratulations, birthday. guys. And yeah. then Jacob Riley, he had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Jake. Happy birthday, Jake. Happy ha- birthday. Happy birthday, guys. Then uh, family birthday celebration, Dawn Wise, Greg Wise's wife, and Valerie Adams, Nicole's significant other, they have a birthday on Saturday the 25th. Congratulations, everybody. Definitely yeah. happy birthdays yeah, there. Happy birthday. Yeah. And then Lori Hartley, that's Showtime's wife, she has a birthday, or a significant other, she has a birthday Saturday. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday. A lot of birthdays there. Yeah. Holy cow. I might have just put the pressure on Rick to marry Lori because I introduced as her as his wife. <laughs> and then I said, oh, no, it's just a sig other. <laughs> no pressure, Rick. Shout outs. Mike Lays, which is a customer of ours from Discount Plumbing, he called to say truck 0082 is doing a great job driving. He mentioned a car went from the left lane to the right lane right in front of Russ Murphy. And then Russ quickly braked and backed off from the car without honking or showing any anger. Wow, nice job. Would you expect anything less from Russ? <laughs> I know you Russ know? pretty well. I'm sure he had a few choice words <laughs> in that cab. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But did don't, the right thing. Yeah, yeah, but don't we all usually just yeah. mumble something and just yeah, Get it, it off sucks. our chest. Yep. Yeah, but do the right thing, like you said. Yep. Dave. Let him go. Yep. Just let him go. It's the best thing you can do. It's not even not worth the second, nope. half a second. Right. The, nope. The, yeah. Yep. Casey wants to give a shout out. He says, thank you, JFW family, for the great turnout with Infinity training for the week one. Here are some stats from week one. Login percentage, 93.2%. Assignments completed, 87.1%. So, Awesome job, everybody. Nice. Not everybody, but the 93 and the 87 percent. Right. Awesome job. <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty good because we usually don't have that kind of response. Yeah. For for JFW, that's a good turnout. <laughs> it just right. makes you wonder where's the other. They're getting it. Right. Right. They're getting the info, so yep. they're. We got to drill down on those five, names five, and call five, those percent, people. Yeah. Six yeah, percent. Is yeah. that mm-hmm. is that yeah, a choice? Five. Yeah, so 6% of the people opened it up and said, ah, hell, I don't have time to do this. Right. And then another 7% just never did it, never have opened it up. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're interesting tests. I know the, like, the third one we did the kind of lane changing, following too close, all of it was the first one. Then we did a tailgate one about the dogs, and then there was the one that was more about points and stuff like that. Yeah, so. CSA and different stuff like that. Yeah, and that was week two, and. Casey says we did have some hiccups and this is a good thing we're finding out what the training platform can do for a safety program so let's continue to strive to be better and push forward with our safety culture as always safety has no blind spot I can't wait to see their dumping video yeah I saw JR edit um no not editing I seen a scaling and new low gauge video yeah that he's putting together and yeah he was editing it and Nice. He had that look of focus on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to put out there, Jam, was the, you know, the like I said, the third one was like a CSA kind of test and points and things like that, and that might not have been exactly pertinent to all of us, but it's just interesting the facts and how the State Patrol do, does it and how the feds do it and all the different bases, and it was it – was, I, I made a comment to everybody. I was like, well, that was kind of boring or just didn't – fit the safety part of it but a lot of knowledge and knowledge is power and that's i mean what, yeah i relate know. that to jim to like 
and I'm not going all political here, but it's like voting. Yeah, yes, you, you are. <laughs> people don't know anything about it, but it is you pertinent. Get involved. Yeah. It's pertinent to what they do, right? Most people don't even know they have a CSA score. Mm-hmm. What is you that? Know? It's PSP for the drivers, yeah. CSA yeah. for the companies. Thanks, Steve. I think it's important to remember we're, we're not just trying to bring something up to have more to do. Right, right. This is to get better. Like you just said, Jim, knowledge. Knowledge is right. power. Knowledge is safety. Um, the more we learn, the better we are out on the road, and then we become the apex of our industry, and that's right. what we're all trying to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most drivers have heard of you know companies having a CSA score, and we've talked about it, and it's become you know kind of common knowledge over the last decade for sure. But mm-hmm. I bet the majority of them don't know they have a PSP score. You know, I mean, yeah. it just. <clears throat> They don't know those tickets follow them. They don't know it's on there for all those years. They you just, they point, just, yeah, they, they attribute, oh, I got a ticket. It's on my driver's license. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know if they went through an inspection and they didn't get a ticket, as I'm doing air quotes, but they got a write up, you know, or they, even if it's not an out of service, they got written up because it was a stop or an infraction. And some of those may carry a, 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 score to it right Mm -hmm. if you get stopped and you're speeding seven to nine over the speed limit and they don't give you a ticket with a uh fine fine to it that trooper was so cool (laughs) he didn't give me a ticket (laughs) yeah right yes i didn't get a ticket no but yeah he did (laughs) you you got written up on your psp score for sure yeah Yeah. and which which reflects our csa score yep they're going hand in hand which psp is formerly known as csa score for the driver yeah right you know i mean i think it was very confusing that they changed all that but anyway but everything has a point even if you have like a mud flap that's too short Right, that's, that's yeah. a value. Yeah. Against, if you get stopped and there's something against your safety up, rating, yeah, yeah. Even though you didn't get a ticket with a fine, you got written up. It's in there, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's what was nice about what they sent out. And I guess this is where I'm comparing it to like voting, right? I mean, all the government stuff is so complex. So is this, but it follows you and it can haunt you sometimes, right? I mean, you could have a spotless clean driving record, and your CSA or PSP score could be horrible. It could literally be horrible. And then how it multiplies as time goes by, right? Mm. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy, too. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, Jam, you just asked, you know, what is it? And I know you're, you're explaining that, Dave, but that's it, what we've had over the years is the CSA has become more of an issue when our insurance company comes in and takes a look yes. at us. I don't think a company like Brandon or Coors or stuff like that has really taken the time to look at our CSA, but our insurance company is. It's a quick snapshot of how we're performing, which basically, unless it's a bunch of company violations, you can look at it and go, okay, the company's not fixing brakes or brake lines or lights or stuff like that. That's one issue. But then there's the driver performance part of the CSA, which is usually where we have the most difficult is, you know, seat belts, window tint, you know, things like that, that the driver's done, you know, paperwork, expired license, you know, no medical card. Those are the things I'm talking about. And then the the PSP, though, I don't believe it's it's as pertinent for the driver right now. Again, people aren't using it to do anything. But the thing that we talk about all the time here that will immediately become um, knowledge is if you have an accident or you need to defend yourself, oh boy, easily an attorney, the judge, the insurance company, they're going to pull right up your PSP. 
Yep. I mean, it's going to be just so simple, mm-hmm. and that's going to have that rating. And like Dave just mentioned, and, and it is difficult to follow, but if you get the same infraction in the first year, those points double. It was in the test or multiply by something. And those th- th- that was in the test. You should really know that. So then another year goes by and the multiplier drops. But once that's on there, it's it's got a value, like you said, Super Dave. And it's just it's just so important. We're back, you know, that stupid what if. Right. You know, we have to be careful. I just... I think it's helpful for everyone to know that. I don't think there's other companies out yeah. there that are helping their drivers educate them on this. Absolutely. You know? And I guess that was what I'm getting at is I bet 50% of our people didn't know they had that. Mm-hmm. Didn't, right. didn't know that followed them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, really, if you go to another company and, and apply, before you apply, you should look at their CSA score. <laughs> right. You know, And then as you're applying, you should ask them, have you looked at my... Uh, PSP score, yeah, and see what they say. That that's going to be that's a judgment. That's going to tell the, you what kind of a company they exactly. are. Only ask them that if you have a good score. <laughs> so only ask them if you have a good score. Don't go in there. <laughs> yeah, if you got a terrible score. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, you're you're, you're open. Yeah, if you got a bad score, you're opening yourself up. How's my driving? Uh, it's good except for that. Just you know, twenty over speeding ticket right. <laughs> might work out for the. The guys that don't have a good score, mm-hmm, right? Go in and go. Oh, we haven't looked at that. We don't pay attention to that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. One thing you got to know too is it takes a state patrol or a local officer that's been certified to write you up for a CSA violation. Right. I'm assuming, and maybe you know more, you guys, a PSP violation would have to be issued by the same guy or the same. I think the, authorized I think, person. Yeah. So, I think it follows that. Yeah, hand in hand, David. So there's a lot of these companies that avoid the ports or avoid scales, or you know they just fly. And you should avoid that company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the ones that are giving us the bad name that create programs like this. Right. That's that's what nobody realizes. Right. That the company that that are doing that create these programs, and then you know, it's good, but it still hurts us all in the long run. Yep. You know, some some way. You don't pull one lever without another moving. Absolutely. So Kathy Rutherford came up to me yesterday and slipped me a note for a shout out. It was like a drug deal. She's like, this is for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Really nice letter. So she goes and says, I want to thank Amber for her patience in training me. I feel that she's doing a great job. It's not easy to train someone. She is smart and funny and makes me feel at ease. I also wanted to thank the rest of my team, Joanne and Ann. They are all so awesome. They do a great job in making me feel like I'm part of their team. I feel fortunate to work with such a great quality team. I need to pinch myself every day because it's hard to believe that a job can be so awesome. Everyone, and I mean everyone, is so friendly and nice. You can see that they work hard at doing their jobs, but they work hard at making sure the atmosphere is friendly and a place you want to come to every day. It starts at the top with management and rolls down, as they say. So I wanted to thank Jim and Dave for setting the bar high and helping us reach that bar. I've not experienced that in many years in trucking. I've noticed that they have surrounded themselves with top quality personnel with their management teams. When you have problems, big or small, they get it taken care of. They treat you with dignity and respect. I also notice when the drivers come into the office, 
that their demeanor is always positive and respectful. They seem happy to be here, which in itself is a tell. So to close, I just want to thank everyone for making me feel welcome and making the, making the atmosphere here such a nice place to work. Kathy Rutherford. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Kathy. Appreciate yeah. that. Thanks, yeah. Kathy. Because yeah. it, it's funny as you were reading that, Jam, cause, and you were in on, well, we were all in on the interview with her. <clears throat> when we talk about that stuff, it has to be hard for an outsider to believe that. Right. You know, are you just are you just making things up? Are you just telling me that to get to get the job? You know, to hire them. And we had a, a quick interview with the whole team uh, last week, and you know, she is so quiet. I love the letter, and I finally asked because she's just she's just quiet. I'm like, are you happy? You know, and she got a big smile on her face and said, absolutely. That you could tell then right. that you know she's she's enjoying working here and. And uh, she's a good asset to the team, so glad glad everything's working out. 100. Got another thank you card from Don Keller. He says, thank you so much for the gift card. Blessed to be part of a great team. Miss you all, Don. Uh, Chris Bean wants to give a shout-out to Mike in the shop for coming out to fix a tire on Sunday night so he could roll out with these Monday morning. Nice. Yeah, that's that awesome. Is awesome. Didn't, yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. That's no. great. <clears throat> and then uh, Ish, man, this guy <clears throat> stopped again to help somebody else. So I don't know if you know, Ish has stopped twice to put out fires. Once was a motorcycle fire, I believe, and the other one was a, a truck fire. Um, and then yesterday, or the day that it was snowing, he stopped, pickup truck spun out, Hit a flatbed in front of him, and he got out to help the lady and make sure she was okay. So nice, great job, Ish. That's super nice. Yeah, the video was the pickup was crunched, you know. Yeah. But Ish was just doing yeah. his thing in the yeah, slow Ish. lane, rolling, rolling yeah. up to the light, plenty of room, and there's the mayhem in front of him. Just ah, gosh, I must have missed the video. I it, didn't see it. I, 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 I was. It just happened, to Dave. I was downstairs and I oh. seen it over Jam Show. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't send it out. It wasn't very uh, grandiose for the video. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you, no you, blood and guts and gore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was snowing right pretty good in the in the video. It was hard <laughs> to even see what happened until it stopped, and then you're like, wow, you picked that out. So yeah. So good. the the pickup truck, Ish is doing forty some miles an hour. And a pickup truck. I mean, she wasn't doing 80, but she probably was doing every bit Dude, 55, 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe a little more. I'm going to take a stab at it to interrupt her and say she was going faster than conditions. Yes. Than she should yep. be. And then the, uh, the light changed red, and she couldn't stop, and a flatbed was going. And, ooh. Yeah. In a, in a big old lifted pickup, Dave. Too. Oof. Lots of... Yeah. Lots, of, lots of go and not no, much woe. I, I saw yeah. a great bumper sticker the other day. It said, four-wheel drive is not four-wheel stop. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so true. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so talking to Ish. So I didn't understand. He was like, hey, you know, I don't know if you caught it on video and this and that. You know, I was like, yeah, I mean, get me get me the... So I, I didn't understand the lady was driving a pickup truck. Like, I couldn't tell exactly what happened. So I thought he was helping somebody that that pickup truck hit. Uh-huh. So I sent the video. Well, it turns out I sent it to the lady that crashed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he, got, he got all of her information. Like, yeah, send it here. <laughs> and I guess <laughs> here's the video, dumbass. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. So, Let's go through that step by step. <laughs> so, so Ish has the phone. For some reason, he had her phone. 
and her husband's calling. So he answers the phone and he's like, hey, yeah, you know, your wife was just in an accident. Oh, man. On, you know, Highway 85. And the guy's like, is the truck okay? And he's like, he's like, no, the truck isn't okay. And he's like, is she okay? Yeah, she's okay. All right, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm in Denver. And it's just like, well, you're going to have to come and get your wife. Like, yeah. she's she's stranded now. And yeah. I don't know. He didn't seem very concerned about wow. her. Wow. Is wow. the truck okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. She was from Florida. So. Oh. Yep. Boy, if she'd never seen some snow, huh? Right. Because mm-hmm. that's a different storm yesterday. In fact, all of this, this winter's been a little it different. Been, it sure has, hasn't it? With sunshine, sunshine out in the morning and then that quick storm and then dry pavement at the end and the slush and... Yeah, it's just, it is different. Yeah, that cold front blew in like a ton of bricks yesterday. <laughs> it did. Or a ton of snow. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations to um, Andrick Andrade for closing on his first home with his brother. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Andrick. Awesome. Nothing, nothing like being a homeowner. Yeah, I love seeing that, especially this time of the year and especially with the economy and interest rates. We still got guys going out and buy houses. So that is awesome. That's good stuff. And I know Andrick and his brother are super tight. I got to spend the day on the range with those guys. You could tell they got a good relationship and they're very family oriented. You know, they take care of their grandparents and yeah. take them to the movies and go do these things oh, with them. That so that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is awesome. And then uh, Jesse Rodenbaugh, he gave me a. Um, uh, email and he said, I want to give a shout out to my future son in law, Onesimo. 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 How about that? It's been an adventure watching the boy who started dating my daughter to the man who asked for a hand in marriage. I'm so happy that I've been part of your journey over the past five years and I'm excited for your next chapter in life. Next week, you'll be leaving for boot camp in the Marines. Although you will be missed, we're excited for you. I'm proud of you, son. So, nice shout-out from Jesse. That is cool. Yeah. Sorry if I butchered the name. He even put it in parentheses how it's pronounced, but I'm struggling. So. Well, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good luck in, that's right. in boot camp, and yeah. thank you for your service and I, absolutely. all that yeah. stuff. I that's just a, love the way he said, you know, the boy that started dating my daughter to the man yes. who yep. asked for her hand. Yep, good stuff. You guys got any shout-outs? Wow, Jam, I, I didn't I didn't write any down for this week. Mm. I didn't have been hate to even talk about it, but so slow it's just I'm feel like I'm so off my game. You know, everything's a little bit different every day on what we're doing. I mean look at the, the storm yesterday and then we start out this morning headed for fair play and you know, it's closed and yeah, just uh I think my if I if I had a shout out it'd be just like everybody hang in there. I, I know it's tough and we we understand it's tough. It's tough for everybody. Tough for JFW. Tough on you know dispatch on you guys. But things are about to turn. I think it might be farther in the in the discussion here, Jam. We talked about that about trying to be upbeat and and make a make a point about you know we're it's about to really break, you guys. You know it's just it does this every year. And I know last year what do we have snow every wednesday and we battled through that and then we through got like may right and then, and then it turned to rain in may <laughs> that was the, that's rained, what i was right? going to yeah. say was yeah. the rain so yeah. yeah everybody and and i know i know we've been uh you know talking on the radio and sending out uh, announcements and different stuff like that but this is the time when a year when we need to take care of our customers and be 
extra vigilant on the work we're doing because everybody everybody just gets off their game. So I think my shout out would be hang in there, everybody. Absolutely, and everything's amplified right now too. When there's a mistake yeah. or an issue, you know, it's for some reason it's amplified because it's a little slower. So mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody. You have time to concentrate on that instead of oh I'm busy right you know let's let's we fixed right. it and let's move on right. you get right. you get caught in that loop yep almost doesn't get swept under the rug so to speak yeah you know yeah. which which is a bad term for that but yeah becomes drama yep no doubt all right well speaking of ways to make things a little busier around here uh, tomorrow and Friday we have site specific training here. At 5.30 a.m. What's that going to do for us, guys? <laughs> well, I hope it gives us like 500 loads a day more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would, that would yeah. be my first <laughs> right? first jump there, Jim. But, yeah, it just uh, it gets us approved. All the drivers will be approved at every Martin Marietta location. And I know when we met with them a few weeks ago, <clears throat> they read off locations that I didn't even know Martin Marietta owned. Right. I just knew them by their name. Like Red Canyon. I had no idea it was yeah. Martin Marietta. Yep. And uh, so we Granite Canyon up in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. That was Martin Marietta Guernsey. too. Yep. yep. Yeah. They bought out that Colorado Springs company. I don't know, five six years ago. Uh, Colorado Materials, I believe. Yeah. Is what it was called. Yeah. I think you spot on, Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I just this is. Uh, I think we'll have. Uh, one of the head dispatchers, right? Dave was on that okay. email. Lead dispatch. Lead pit. And then scale, scale, scale. That's right. Scale lead, operator. Yeah, lead dispatch, lead scale, and uh, Michaela. Michaela, head of operations, kind of over I have dispatch. To look at her card. I don't yeah, know we'll have to. Title is, yeah. have to look that up. Anyway, three people tomorrow and Friday, and, and they're here to get the guys trained. Like I said, it's a, and we had to get this done. Not that we can't, you know, like we're hauling out of the Wallstrom quarry, but this just gives us the availability to go all to all the quarries, and none of the drivers have to check in. Be trained, everything like that should be oh, a you'll smooth be transmission everywhere you go. Yep, nice. yep, and it's just something they wanted us to get out of the way, and we're like, when can we do it? What what do we need to do? Yep, you know, and they're they're excited to have us, you know, helping in in any capacity we can. Do we have a plan, Jim? Are we going to set up uh, some stations over in the red shop, or just? I, I, mean, I mean, do we have any plan at it, all? The, it's not going to be stations, Dave. It's yeah. one one big production. Yeah. I just assumed we'd set out all the chairs at the okay. red shop. And, yep, that's and what I was wondering. Set one table out for them to put their displays on. I asked if they needed anything other than that, and they said no. So I would no. assume they'll just bring some papers to certify and sign off on everyone or a you know, clipboard for who was there. And It's yeah. not a video presentation or no, anything? Apparently not. No. I, I asked, what do you need? And they were like, a table's fine. No okay. PowerPoint. Yeah. What's that? No PowerPoint. No yeah. PowerPoint. Yeah. Great. I, get, I mean, it seems like a a generic, and I call it generic not that it's bad, just a generic format that covers all the locations. It's basically right. common sense. You know, just like when you've taken a site-specific at all the pits, David. It is. like, hey, you got a loader coming at you. They have the right-of-way. Right. Really? <laughs> uh, so you guys may be having breakfast as well. Maybe Phil Michaela. Maybe she want to come on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we sure she that. would. Yeah. Let's talk about the grace period on the plates, Jim. Oh, so I don't know if anybody has noticed because usually this time of year I get two or three emails or a text or, you know, JR will say something to me or anything. But if you guys all notice, the plates on the trucks are expiring at the end of the the month here. Our renewal month is February. (coughs) Um, Just to let everybody know, as, as slow as we've been, 
and to protect a little bit of our cash flow here. Um, we are going to use the grace period on the license plates. Colorado has a, a grace period for your license plates. If you have an individual vehicle, you're usually pretty aware of that. It's the same thing for the IRP program. Um, so you guys might be asked that. You'll have to have be armed with that information that um, we're running in our grace period and we're gonna you know, run in our grace period all of next month or most of next month. And then we'll, we'll go ahead and get that paid for and get plates for everybody. It's not that you're illegal. You can't, you know, anybody that pulls you over and says your plates are expired, your answer is we are in our grace period. It's a Colorado state statute and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, just to, to let you guys know what we're talking about, and the reason we're using it as cash flow and that kind of stuff is the renewal for this year is three hundred and fifty-five thousand. That's what it. That's what it takes to to license the fleet. Wow. And you you know you. I don't want to get off in the weeds. You talk about the the political side of this, but that three hundred and fifty-five thousand is supposed to be going to you know repair roads and do all that kind of stuff and licensing and all that kind of thing and you see some of the shape we're in. So you you think of the trucking companies around Colorado and what we all pay in and right. where does that money go? And you look at our roads and bridges. Yeah, yeah, where does that money go? So not a not a complaint, just just that's I just, a fact. Yeah. I hear that number and I think of a mortgage, except you got fifteen to thirty years to pay that off. Right. right. No, it's a big number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a it's a pretty <clears throat> I, mean, I know houses have got more expensive, but a three hundred and fifty five thousand dollar house we could go in and pay cash for is a pretty nice house, Jim. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's uh I, w- I would love to have my house paid off and right. and stuff. So yeah, I And w- keep in mind that's just the trucks. Yeah. Mm. That's no trailers, that's not any of the support vehicles. No. Nope. You know, that's nothing that's a hundred trucks. Yeah. Period. Hmm. Not so crazy. Yep. So anyway, you guys got, be armed with that. Your plates aren't expired. You're in your grace period, and uh, be be armed for that conversation if it happens. Yep. Most everybody in Colorado will understand that. Mm. So uh, we are changing uniform companies. I believe April first. I think you, is the date. I know they sent Not out a letter. April? Really? It's that far away? Well, they had yeah. to give the other uniform. Uh, company notice. Wow. So, and I think I think sometime in March they th- we thought we'd see some uniforms or start rugs or different stuff like that, Jim. Yeah. But you're interesting. I thought it was. I mean, they were in, in measured bodies weeks ago. Yeah, Joanne. Joanne. I just assumed, right? You know what happens when you assume? Yeah. That yeah. It, you know, April first. I'm just kind of taken back. Wow, that's like a month and a half long, two month long process. And I think that was you know <laughs> names. I was wrong. April eighth. <laughs> <coughs> Pretty dark close though, Jam. Yeah, right. you missed right. it by still, a week. April. Yeah, still, still yeah, another, another further week out though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, and you know she was handling the artwork for the new uniform company, and uh, <clears throat> she sent it over to Prudential Overall Supply, and the artwork was for the rugs that they put on the floor. You guys all noticed, like over by Jim and Dave's, or excuse me, Dave and Dave's office. You know, in that hallway, there's a couple rugs and stuff like that. Dispatch office has a rug. <clears throat> well, anyway, she sends it over there, and uh, they turned down the artwork because they wouldn't accept it because of their company policy. <clears throat> the reason is their artwork was denied for below. They said it resembled the American flag, and they could not put it on a rug where people would walk. And this is uh, from Jimmy. He says, this made me feel embarrassed 
that I didn't think of that, but very proud that there are still companies out there that believe so strongly in our country that they would not disgrace our flag by putting it on the floor to be walked on. The simple gesture has flowed in and out of my thoughts for the last two days. I just needed to share with you all that even in all the turmoil, our country seems to be fostered by social media. This is where I live and, no, and support no matter what because this is still a great country and maybe we don't hear that enough. God bless you all. Thanks, Jim. I should have probably just let you read that. Ah, no, that was good, Jim. <laughs> Thank you for reading it. Well, it was a good one. Well done. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I still, that's just like, I, I don't know why it's just creeping in and out of my mind, Jim. Yeah. I just, I just, and it's not so much that I, you know, didn't think about putting it on the floor and, he, and either did Ann there. It's just that I wish I would have been that, oh, we can't put that on the floor. That's the American flag. I, I wanted to be on that side, if that makes sense. So, good Good stuff. They they, we haven't even got their uniforms, and they got a pretty good vote of confidence from me. Yeah. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, Jim. Don't feel too bad. I I have a story of my hindsight here during the discussion today as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and I'm not. I guess you know I, I wrote it in there. I, I'm embarrassed, but I just I don't know. I guess I'm. It's like putting the card away, but it was it slapped across my face a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to explain. I, no, that. I don't think it was. I don't look at it like that. It was a. I think it was a kind and great reminder of hey, we don't do that to the American flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know was, what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it definitely wasn't a shot at us or you. Yeah, our no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It was no, just yeah. cool to hear like. You know, they've probably ran across that before where it's like, oh, we have a company policy. I'm sure they have. Right. Yeah, Yeah, the the slap across my face was it it woke my pride up a little Mm. bit. Yeah, there you go. I think that's what There you go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, so not so great. We uh, received a complaint from Coors stating that they've seen our drivers drive and stop really hard under the can. As a reminder, you cannot do this to uh, level your load. There is a tank underneath the ground where you get loaded with grain, and doing the so can, down, can cause damage to the ground. So, I don't know. I've seen the emails on that, and I mean, I, I know we got to cover cover ourselves and make sure we're not doing that, but the way we think, see things at core has happened, and we've been accused of things in the past that we haven't done, you know. I just don't believe most people would be doing that under the can at this point, so... Could somebody have done it? Absolutely. But I don't know. You know, when we're loading, we are loading back and forth. They don't just pull up slowly. You know, a lot of times they have to back up and pull forward and try to get it all in there. So to me, it could have just been, I don't know. It's been five years since there's been a problem. And I don't know. I think things just wear out. Yeah, that it's all perception, Jam. You're absolutely right. You know, if they see the guy pull forward and stop and back up and stop and and yet, I know we've had some complaints, and you know, to be uh, not honest with everybody, but again, that's where the cameras come into play. Is we'll review the, right. you know, the footage of the few trucks that've been running in and out of Coors for the, you know, last week when the complaint happened, and see if we can find that person and talk to him. But most everybody that's hauling Coors is somebody that's, you know, a, a seasoned driver here. Trusted teammate. Yeah, trusted teammate. So, like you say, I hope it's something we find out that, you know, it's it's Coors' perception of what's going on, and we can, but we can't. We even the pulling back if it's if it seems 
too strong, we have to do it a different way, Jim. Right. You know what I mean? And I and I know everybody <clears throat> understands that. And you know, my my first reaction is, you know, and it's always to protect the house. Is if that's Coors' perception, is that something that somebody sticks, you know, sticks in their mind when it comes for for renewal? Sure. Or if there's a you know another. Uh, a competitor that's going hey we don't do that you know we never break right. check and they're like oh, i see jfw do it all the time and in in this season we're in of of being slower we just can't afford to make them the mistakes that that is true or is not true and, and i know dave mentioned it those little things are are heightened right now people people key on them sure and we just we cannot have it you guys we have to be on our a game and you know, it's part of the podcast here. It's part of the safety team. It's part of the meetings. You know, and and we've we've talked about the safety bonus, how we increased it, and things like that. It, this is not something. If we would find that that you're brake checking under the can, or or we have several people doing it, is that something where you pull their uh, safety bonus? Mm. You know, and who can afford that this time of year or, you know, this first quarter coming up? That's that's in 30 days. Yeah, don't want to miss that. Yeah, and and like we talk, that, that safety bonus, that's not based on the last 90 days of work. Right. That's based on your last year. The last year, and so that, that bonus is is important. And so we don't we don't want to do stuff like that, but we, you know, what, what do we, we, we got to get people to comply. You know, and we we talked about that in the podcast last week where, you know, am I the guy that can talk on the radio, not stop and pull on the scale? Mm. Maybe you are. But why push the odds that that mistake will show up? Stacked against you. Exactly. You are until you just have that one time. (laughs) Yeah, you are until you aren't. (laughs) Exactly. It's not not the risk. It's what's at stake. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what – same for this. You know, we had – you know, I I don't know if we put it in here. Maybe maybe we did. I I didn't read it all totally before we started, Jim. But we need to talk about XBE. You know, and the drivers doing the tickets. Dispatch has been struggling when they get busy because of all the changes. It's not like here's your five loads to plant twelve. We're done. Well, you moved here and you moved here and you moved here, and we're having to create the XBE dispatches and send it to the drivers, but. Man, we need the drivers to do that. And is that something we're excited about? We want to add extra work to dispatch. We want the drivers to work in two programs. No. But is that what the the customer has asked for? And that that's what we're here to do, to take care of the customer. Do we have to think do we have to agree with everything? No. I mean, there's so much <laughs> that, you know, probably all of us disagree with, or you have to ask yourself why. Sure, and then and then you just said it, Jam, and I've been saying it. It's the what if. That's the why. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep, I get that. Got to do everything the right way, including start times. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have start times for a reason, and we keep beating this into the ground. And honestly, this morning is a perfect example of what happens when you don't follow your start time. Right, so we had a. Uh, we had a start time. We had a driver leave early to go to Fair Play. He ended up getting to uh, where the road was closed on Kenosha, Kenosha. before we were even here, yeah. you know. And then guess what? Kenosha's closed, and you can't go anywhere, driver. He's got to come back. You know, the people that followed their start time, they were able to get this dispatch to go do something else 
and never skipped a beat. And right. then Kenosha opened. They'll go run something else first, then go get on their fair play load. So you got to pay attention to those start times. Uh, it gets a little frustrating for us to hear every morning that, oh, these two guys didn't listen or they're up here at 5 a.m. when their start time wasn't until 5. You know, we get it, guys. You want to get out. You want to make money. It is a tough time of year. But at the same time, we got we got rules and policies for a reason. So, yep. yeah, I just look at it. They're you know <clears throat> trying to feed their family, Jim. Yep. You know, yep. and that's you know you do you know it's so hard to be so upset for somebody who goes out and tries to get the job done. And that I mean, how many how upset do we get when people show up late? More yeah. up, more upset. <laughs> more upset. Yeah. So, but you you said it. There's a rule there. So that that person would have been so much better off just follow the rules yeah that's, that's and let's say point. that didn't happen today okay he would have been first in line at fair play and you know maybe that would have got him extra load i don't i don't know but yeah. did that actually feed his family more you know and what about the other people that are trying to feed their families that say oh well jfw wants me to leave at six not five i'm gonna leave at six that's how i feed my family so i guess it's more of a you know do you not feel equal to the other people type thing? But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's all there's so many sides of that, isn't yeah. there? Depends how you want to look at it, what perspective you want to yeah. take. Definitely don't stay up at night thinking about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Almost drive yourself crazy by doing that, Jim. Huh. <laughs> so uh, last week uh, we some of well, we backed ourselves or I backed ourselves into a corner to go ahead and get that initial intake exam done with nice i know two people in the room definitely did it <laughs> did anybody else uh, soup did you get your intake done on nice you don't like nice look at him he's like <laughs> dave doesn't like no free, i did free things get off my lawn <laughs> jim i did not get mine done jim okay so. I, I did not get mine done trouble is but dave I, all of the issues that i have are not covered under nice <laughs> yeah i did try to jim uh, on that, I tried to get a uh, my personal care physician, and uh, no, that's not the not personal care. What? Yeah, primary. Yeah, primary. 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 Sorry, primary, primary yeah. care physician. PCP. Yeah, through uh, through the insurance, and man, I, it, there just was no openings on that, and I got a little frustrated. But that that has nothing to do with Nice. I was right. just doing it for some other reasons, and uh, yeah, so just just still need to do that. I know both of your guys' experience though with Nice was. Quick and easy, right? Wasn't yeah, even that wasn't even close to the forty-five minutes. I want to talk about that, but I just keyed in on something Super Dave said: is the problems that he has aren't covered by Nice, right? All those specialty things are not. But if you get sick and you need to go to the doctor, that's covered, you know, and you don't need a specialist for that. And then if you haven't done the intake, you got to start there before you can even make your appointment to be seen for your illness, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it is beneficial to get that knocked out. My experience was great. Uh, I had a, a lady from Lakewood. Uh, she, she It was a video chat, but she's like, oh, you're in Colorado, and we talked a little bit. Uh, very professional, very easy. You know, I was expecting the 45 minutes, and it was 25 minutes. And really, it was that long because I needed to transfer some medications over for them to start maintaining so I could get my medications for free. But pretty painless. You know, I just jumped up here in a conference room and doesn't get better than that. I know Joanne had a wellness exam. She came up here. They did a full head-to-toe exam and, you know, uh, did blood work and everything right here for her, and she didn't have to go anywhere. So 
and it was free and it was free you know i mean i was able to schedule my blood work in because of my days off i took advantage of it so i'm not i'm like three and a half weeks out mm-hmm. but it's free right I, I i'm not paying for my blood pressure medicine i'm not paying for anything i'm like right. wow this is free so i'm mm-hmm. i'm stoked yeah that's what i was going to mention again was the maintenance medicine Dave. Yeah. you know you said and same thing with you super dave if you have any kind of maintenance medicines you know 300 and some prescriptions are free six was it 600 i thought it was five i can't i can't really trust yes, you on your numbers yeah. dave <laughs> right i don't stay i i don't you say 600 could be three you say six could be nine so. right <laughs> yeah i mean it's not great for everything like i saw I'm waiting until I'm done with school, but I got to get my neck looked at. Like, I don't know. Like, nice isn't coming to do, like, a disc repair in my neck. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. That would be cool if they could, though. Just sure. come up here, pop a new sure. little spacer in there, and yeah. away we go, right? But Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the same. And maybe <laughs> maybe nice could do that, but I, what I was trying to get the primary care physician is I feel like I got some fluid on my knee, mm. and that's what – and I years ago I had – you know, fluid removed, and maybe I maybe I should check. Maybe Nice can do that, but I just didn't think so without mm. having to get to a, a primary care physician and yeah. let's see if I can get that done. You can start with Nice for free, right? Yeah, and, and they'll see. tell you, oh, we can't do that. You need right. to schedule an appointment. Yep, right? absolutely. It's absolutely. so funny because now that I did the initial appointment and that's out of the way, and it was so convenient, I'm just like, you know, this isn't really right. Like this other little thing, like I should just call Nice. Yeah, and let them take a look at it first and see what happens. You right. know what I mean? Like, why not? Right. So there's just such a value there when there's no cost. Oh, you know what else he told me is uh, obviously their prescriptions are free, but they do a lot of over the counter medications too, right? So you get sick, you don't have to go buy your cold and flu medicine. They'll just send it to you for free. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wow. thought that was expensive. And that, that. that's expensive too, right? Everything's, what's not expensive? <laughs> yeah. Everything's expensive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, just to go see your PCP, that's, is it, what is the 30 copay? bucks. 30 bucks. 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's 30 bucks. Right. Right? Yeah. 30 bucks just for them to do something out of the ordinary. Because I went for my wellness exam with my primary care physician because I needed to get um, vaccinations done. Nice doesn't do vaccinations, right? So went to my PCP and I was like, well, I might as well just have my my yearly physical mm-hmm. done here since I'm already here. Yeah, and that's supposed to be free, right? That's included in preventative care, and everything's going along great, you know. And and I was liking the doctor, and then all of a sudden I asked him for a prescription. Well, that cost thirty bucks. Oh, because I was wow. yeah, I was like, it was like. Everything changed the moment I said, oh, hey, you know, can you write me a prescription for this? Sure. And that was 30 bucks uh, just for him to do that. And then, you know, what did it do to our insurance? Like, what, did, you know, now that's against the insurance. And I was just like, man, I should have just kept my mouth shut and waited, waited for nice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But you almost have to have her. I don't know. It just got confusing. But anyway. But you're trying to yeah. get care, Jam. Trying to get care, you know? but also trying to use nice to its fullness. Yeah. Yes. Since we're preaching it, I did make a move out of convenience, which I felt was okay because it's preventative. Right. But then just because I asked for one thing, cost us no more time. And right. And just like, up. Oh, <laughs> you asked the doctor a question, and he had to do something. Right. With his pen, that's 30 bucks. Yep. So. 
All right, I'll let one of you guys take this. Busy season is around the corner. Yeah, Dave, you want to? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's actually over there praying because we all need the busy season as right, much, right? As, much no, as anybody. No, I mean we've, we've he's got his head bowed. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've mentioned that you know we had a good meeting with Raptor Materials you know last week and. Uh, working on some stuff up there you know the next two mornings here thursday morning and friday morning we'll have uh martin mariette in and get everyone certified uh after the (coughs) podcast here in a couple hours we meet with aggregate industries they'll be in and and talk to us about some stuff so nice i mean there's just steve coming uh no no uh uh earl Spears, I believe, Spears is, is, is his uh, last name. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, he was someone I met at the Asphalt Conference a couple of weeks ago. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot a lot cooking, a lot we're pushing for, a lot of things that are, that are going on. But, I mean, it is slow out in the industry right now. You know what I mean? It's not just one company slow. Everyone's, everyone's feeling a little bit of a pinch. And, it's been a long time since we felt an election year, but this feels like an election year. Mm. You know, I mean, we haven't felt that pinch election year for, I mean, we just talked about it, Jim, was it the last three elections or four elections? So that's 12 to 16 years, mm. Yeah, the, you know, which the, is, which is la- a bit odd. Yeah, the last time I remember talking about it was when Obama first got into office. And well, I think we said it on the last podcast, he had programs where we you know, that vitalize the country as far as the you right. know, infrastructure bills. Right. And we, we rolled right along where you're like, ah, that that was nothing. You right. know, that didn't that didn't affect us one bit. So Yep. Yeah. Little definitely different out. Can I throw something in there? Sure. So when you met with Raptor Materials, they were a little skeptical of outside trucking companies. Right? They were like, well, Side you know, trucking companies? no, they just Out, haven't outside, had real David. good luck with the service. Third um, party. They've let them down in the past, right? I mean, they, yeah, they, they they have internal trucking. They have their own truck and... and they don't ha- like using outside companies. Usually not, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. We're, and we're trying to work our, our way into that spot mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and help them out. And, you know, Bob Hahn that's over there now... Um, you know, somebody that we've dealt with twenty years now. Yeah, I mean, he even asked about you how you were doing, Super Dave. Mm-hmm. You know, because he he knew you from hauling over at Ready Mixed mm-hmm. there. Um, so yeah, we're just we're we if we can get in a door, we can we can make mm-hmm. a change there, Dave. Yeah, that's where I was going to go there because we've got a really long relationship with Bob Hahn, and he's a honcho over there now, and he he's like you know JFW is different and right. that's because we are different we we go to those extra miles of of the safety of the training of the trucks and that's what we do you guys that's right. what we need to do better than the other companies and it makes us stand out in the end it's going to benefit all of our families because we are better that's a huge point i mean that's what we drive home yeah. every week on the podcast right dave so yeah, yeah thanks for bringing it up yeah, and that's the, you know, just to capitalize on that, but it sounds like we're just droning on, but that's when we step out of the truck, we have our PPE on, right? You know, that stands out from everybody else. When, we, you know, when we're at Coors, you know, we're not the guys brake checking on top of the tank. 
Um, when we dump, we look out the back window. Yeah, up at up at CMEX and right. You know all that. You guys have gotten us this work and continue to get this work. And you know we're t- I know we're talking about it being slow and and that it's going to break here, but that's all because of your performance. So when it's slow, we can't let off the brakes, and we got to stay on the gas, even though you know it seems like we're slow. We need to be on that gas pedal, right? And mm-hmm. and doing everything correctly. Yeah. So easy to let off and kind of slack. Yeah, I guess. You're, you're ghost mode. It's, yeah. it's slow. Yeah. yeah, you're just you're yeah. just going through the motions, and we can't do that. And I, I guess there's no, you know, tomorrow when Martin Marietta's in here and and Friday, you know, and as we start to 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 break into their their portion of their work there, that's where we have to shine. You know mm-hmm. that that PPE is going to be the first step mm-hmm. in doing absolutely, that. and that that has to be your. First step when you step out of that truck is to have all your gear on and and how we talk to their customers and how we, you know, the scale people and, and everywhere we go we get we get compliments, but we can't just assume that's going to happen. Just just can't do it. Mm. Yeah, you want to be the guy getting the co- getting the compliment, not the complaint. Absolutely. Right? You wanna be known for doing the right things. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. guys got anything else for the discussion part before we do questions yes sir great so uh i'm gonna throw myself under the bus on this one so get ready fess up your mess up super (laughs) yeah um we uh i had bob martian 0070 ask me on monday if it was cool to drive like from plant 12 or plant 2 with your tailgate open in the afternoon after you've cleaned out And I was sitting there thinking, you know, I think it's all right. I mean, you clean out real good. And then George, 002, George Potgeeter, came in and asked the very same question last night to Brother Dave and myself. And Brother Dave was like, no, that's not okay. What if a rock (laughs) falls out? And I'm thinking, you know, I clean my trailer out good. And I know there's not a rock under there because I know how to do it, right? I was assuming everybody cleans out as well as me and that is something i shouldn't have done Mm. then you know what hit me you guys is hindsight jim i thought about the hindsight wait a minute what about that car that sees you driving down the road with your tailgate open and says i need a new windshield beep 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 beep, beep, dials up jfw and says hey man your truck's driving down the road without you with the tailgate open right whether you are clean as a whistle or not that Mm. dude is going to get a new windshield yep and i I aired on that one, and I just was like, I'm clean. There's nothing coming out, right? Sure. doesn't matter if there's nothing coming out. It's the fact that your tailgate's open, and that four-wheeler is going to say, you owe me a windshield or you owe me a paint job. It's that perception, right, Dave? Yeah. And, and no, you know, it could be that guy lying through his teeth, but yeah. he's going to get it. Right. What I'm getting at is it's the perception of the gate open. Yeah, exactly. Right? It looks yeah. wrong. <coughs> right. So, so why so, do it? Bob, I'm recanting my yes and <laughs> saying no. Pardon me, uh, you know, going to fess up my mess up. But it, it just comes down to liability, you guys. It comes down to how it looks. It comes down to that dishonest four-wheeler wanting a new windshield because he sees your tailgate open. So I know you're trying to be efficient. You just cleaned out. You're going to prop your gate open on your dogs because you're going to only drive, you know, three or four or five miles back to the yard. I get it. And it's one less thing that you have to do because you got it done. But right. it doesn't matter. We really, really have to be better than that on the highway. Absolutely. Glad you brought that up because now I got to fess up my mess up. 
Last night, 4.38 p.m., Dave White, podcast notes. Just heard we've got a few drivers coming in the yard <laughs> with the gate open. Yeah. My response, 10-4, thanks, I'll add it. Never added it, so... <laughs> appreciate you appreciate you adding that you know late. jim you were thinking about the flag and that i was thinking about that all night long yeah. I, I mean i must have thought about it a half a dozen times last night in my sleep when i yeah. you know man i just remember and this is terrible but not really perception wise it's terrible but i remember either dropping off manure or some kind of lightweight or something that just left the trailer really really dusty and like driving back like long distances one for fuel mileage and two to get that dust out of your trailer with the tailgate <laughs> open you know and people driving by and doing this to you and you're like yeah, yeah i know that was a long time ago yeah it's just it's just yeah. dust right yeah 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 it's the same i think it's the same discussion we've had on the tarps dave because i would rather have you run around tarped all the time but if you're down here in town and have to go to fair play or something like that it would sure be nice you know that tarp opens up right after you dump yeah, could and, you? and you can get loaded right right that's that's right. the thing but the perception is is when somebody calls in oh your truck was untarped mm-hmm. no i'm always tarped you know they can't mm-hmm. do that but yeah. that that doesn't serve in case the tarp quits working it's open you can get loaded mm-hmm. and then we can we can figure out how to get you back or right get you someplace and it's but, happened hasn't it oh, oh I, yeah. yeah all the time yeah. dave and i mean i was I mean, I think I preached. Run! I want it closed. I want the or the tarp closed. I want your trailer covered mm-hmm. because of the way it looks. Mm-hmm. It take it takes that. Oh, your tarp, your truck was untarped. Right. But then we had how many times we got to the pit? And we couldn't get a load. Yep. Right. Can't yeah. can't get it open. Or you, I mean, there is ways to get it open, but it is not easy. Right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. Stop it's so funny. I mean, we talk about the tarps and Dave. You mentioned. Isn't there some way we could make a crank and crank those open? And you have no idea how much that creeps in my mind. <laughs> I mean, every day we have a tarp issue. You know, last night on the Coors night shift, we had a tarp issue. And it's uh-huh. like, what those damn tarps cost us is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But look, it stems from people not doing the right thing. Right? Yeah. They used to have load these massive loads, rocks spilling over the sides, mm-hmm. and, you know, just all sorts of stuff. So, of course, to be safer, you know, now we're required to have tarps. And when tarps first came out, they weren't electric. You had to hand crank it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it became more efficient, less injuries, safer, yada, 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 have electric tarps. So now we have all electric tarps. But, boy, I sure wish there was a fail-safe in there that mm-hmm. we could, you know, there was just a square opening. Yeah, like, like, like a lock. You could unlock it yes, and then pull it. Crank it, it out. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Just It would be so nice. But What does a tarp system cost for a trailer? Uh, almost four grand now, right, Jim? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right off the, a brand new one, Jim. Gotcha. Yeah. That winch motor, everything. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, piping bows, hmm. the pockets, the gotcha. I mean the the bow ends is what I'm trying to spit out. Yeah. Man, I remember a lady calling, and uh, we were tarped, but uh, she she had a broken windshield, and this is the one that I did get into an argument with Acuity about. Because the guy just paid the claim, and oh yeah, you know, we were we were fighting it, and yeah. he just gave up on us. Sure, yep. But her her whole argument was our tarp is open in the back. Oh right, like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it wasn't yeah, completely yes. tarp. There's a big yeah, opening in the back, that. and it's like really, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and the thing is, if she knows that, 
she's got to be in the industry. There has to be something there. I don't know. I, mean, it's I not, think it was a perception of like, well, things could still. Could, huh. like, I mean, she wanted like an airtight Tupperware. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess, from being behind, that's a pretty good perception in a car, right? Right. You know. Yeah. So. All right. Any other any other items for the discussion? I think we're good, huh, guys? Okay, couple bring, questions. Bring, bring your eyes and ears for the meeting the next oh, yeah. two days. Yeah, it's going to be we'll, great. I don't know if how they were going to split that up. If I think we're just going to try and keep it simple and like trucks one through fifty. Yep, yeah. one through fifty tomorrow, and yeah. you know fifty one through hundred the next day or whatever. I mean, sure. you know, it'll be broke out better than that. We'll send an email out and be sure everyone's aware of it. But great. that needs to include bulkers as well. You know, just in case. So I'll yeah. need to get with we'll need to get with Rob and yeah. handle that also. Yeah, and that is everybody from Yard 23 coming sure. by here coming right. and go, coming to the meeting, you guys. Yep. And then you can you can run over and get your day started. And we're, you know, I think Jam said it, we're doing it at 5.30 and everybody from Martin Mary has said 30 minutes, max. Was it? I don't I'm remember. I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was 30 minutes is, is all they'd take. We'll kick everybody out. Makes sense. Alright, questions from the audience. These are both from Chili Dog, number one. He says, it gets really muddy at yard 23. Can we put some down of that recycled asphalt to help out? We're working on that, Chili Dog. I mean, we've had a, that's been a question in the past, and I know this sounds stupid, but uh, we're this close to having our grading permit for over there. And I mean, here's the deal. If we put down 300 tons of recycled asphalt, we can't separate that. It's ruined, right? We put it down and it just becomes junk. So we want to spend the time and shape the yard where it actually needs to be for drainage. Mm. Then we can put down the recycled asphalt, and it's where it needs to be, and everything will drain. So it's kind of a one step at a time so we don't waste all of that product. That makes is, sense. Is, is the plan. Sure. Uh, his second question you already answered. I'll read it, though, and then we've already talked about it. But uh, he says, everyone is antsy about work. It has been addressed on a podcast but are we going to start some of the new things that were brought up on last week's podcast? Chili dog. So, yeah, we just talked about that. Good question, though. Yeah, I think just just right quick, Jam, on that is, like Dave mentioned, it, it, it's a little bit slow everywhere in this industry. Right. You know, and I, I, Martin Marietta just doesn't have a bunch of work. Either does AI, either does Raptor, either does Brandon. You know, it's just, it is just a little slow right now. Yep. So. Safety topic of the week. Fatigue. Fatigue driving is, a, is as dangerous as driving under the influence of alcohol. Both negatively affect your ability to pay attention and make decisions. They also boast slow reaction times, which increases the likelihood of you having an accident. Fatigue driving is a serious safety risk. It's important to keep a regular sleep schedule. Being ill, suffering from a sleep disorder, and poor eating habits can all make you fatigued and affect your alertness. Do what you can to eat healthy regularly. Illness can make you less alert and slow your reaction time. Medications can make you drowsy. If you're under the weather, don't chance it and take the time to get better for everyone's safety. Sleeping issues like insomnia, restless leg syndrome, and sleep apnea, which is common in the industry, can also lead to driving issues. Power naps and caffeine are short-term solutions for drowsiness, but they only cure fatigue. They, but the only cure for fatigue, driving is proper rest. So there you have it. 
Absolutely. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. That actually is the safety topic of the week. Sorry. I'm skipping down to race. Yeah. But thanks, Ray, (laughs) in advance. (laughs) Tips Tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Are you wearing your safety vest and using it for the right reasons? If you're having an issue with your truck and pull over on the side of the road, you should always put your safety safety vest on. This will help others see you. If you stop for an accident, put your safety vest on before you get out of your truck so you're visible to others. You must always have your safety vest on in pits and plants, even if you are just grabbing a ticket or putting a ticket in a box. Some Something you shouldn't be using your vest for is a window shade. We actually had that here. Mm-hmm. It is not transparent and is a good way to be pulled over. Hope all is well with the JFW family, friends, and listeners. Remember, safety has no blind spot. Look and lean. Sit up in your stool. Don't be a fool. Thank you, Kendrick, for the subject. Love you, Dad. Jim, <laughs> challenge accepted. I am learning to stop and talk on the CB before I pull on the scale because I am one that can pull on while being on the CB, but I can be better. Much love and respect, always Ray Ray 13. I love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Right? Absolutely. I can be better. I love that. Yep. <clears throat> you are that guy that can do it until you just have that one time you didn't. Yeah. yeah. And you hit something. You, you can until you can't. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's about being better. On the fatigue one, Jam, is that one you looked up? Where'd that one come from? I wrote it, but I mean, it's plagiarized. <laughs> Still a good topic. Yeah. yeah, I pulled it. I pulled it off some of the uh, infinity infinity videos. Okay. Okay. I was just snooping around, and I thought yeah. it would be good for yeah. for a safety yeah. topic. I'm sure there's a video on it. Yeah, yep. you know, it's yeah. so common. Everybody thinks that they're they can do it. You know, I I I'm running on three hours sleep today. I mean, we've all done it, and and you have, you, Dave. I used to, <laughs> but you know, the older you get, the more you realize you can't. Right. And you don't want to be like, even in there, it's as bad as drunk driving. Oh yeah. And I, I don't like being, I guess, not as alert or as, you know, mentally slower and things like that. But even though you think you're fine on three or four hours sleep, you're really not. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's used just to like you said, it's worse than drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, where are you guys at on the Infinity program? Are you liking it or not? I like it, Jam. I can't wait for the dumping video to come out. I've heard those guys are just busting on a dumping video. <laughs> Don't know I, about that. Pretty sure it's a scaling video. Yeah, I no, they're doing a dumping video. I think the <laughs> the first few tests, okay. Jam, aren't. I mean, they're okay for me, you know. But I, I think like Dave's getting to something. If it's given us the ability, like the cammed over video, mm-hmm. I think that makes all the difference in the world. Sure. I think it it's a good good recap for anybody. Yep. Are we going to make 12 videos a year, though? Yeah, I, I don't know. And maybe it's the fact of re-showing that video and coming up with different que- different questions mm-hmm. um, to pass the test so with it, that you know you watch the video. Yeah, I the questions are the key thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, in the... Yeah. Like the one that they just sent out on the CSA PSP thing, you had to take notes unless you have a... I got lucky on that one. Did you really pass it on the first one, Jim? I couldn't believe it. Wow. Yeah, because I, wow. I was like watching, I'm just like, what's this? And then all of a sudden it's the test, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not ready. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> and then like there was one question, I was like, eh, <laughs> 
I mean, the minute the video started, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, crap, I should be taking notes. Because I, I knew they were going to ask the questions of, you know, how many of this or how many of that or how many points. And right. I'm just like, ah, so the first one I was two and two. And then, of course, I took it again and it, you know, right. got it on the second go round. But, but still, you know, and I think to Jim's point, and, you know, I don't want to put words in, in your mouth, Jim, but I mean, we, we need 100% pertinent videos right right we need things that are that are geared to specifically what we do right you know i mean we may need as silly a video as how to do a three-point stance when climbing in your trailer or getting in and out of your truck or how to open the hood and close the hood or you know things like that and they need to be uh silly dumb questions and what i mean by that is like so ridiculously easy that if you get it wrong Wow, we have a problem. Right. You know what I mean? But yet not off the subject, right? It it everything has to be pertinent, right? And I'm sure there's some things in there that are pertinent and some things that aren't. You know, I'd 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 definitely like to see, you know, more speeding videos. You know, the, the library's open, right? right? You know, Casey's just kind of dabbling on on what to pull. That's the reason I say I can't wait to see the dumping video. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Speaking of fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good thing you're not driving, Jim. <laughs> I'd be dead. Oh. Definitely be pulled over getting those cat naps. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take one right now. <laughs> okay, you, we'll, you know, get, we'll get back to you in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. You can take one while I'm reading the high <laughs> Well, usually that's bathroom break, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, you missed the dumping video. <laughs> so, yep. you want to hit us with that high at all? You know, this one, everybody will will definitely identify with this. Um, it's I And it's funny, I stumbled on it by reading trying to read some quotes and it was a quote by this old greek philosopher dude that um lent his idea that anger is temporary madness and i got to thinking about it. i was like you know that's so true when you really when you like come unglued you you start it's not it's not even you know coherent sometimes with the th- right. your thought process and right. what you do you throw things or yeah you no, know good punch point, somebody or whatever. Makes, me, makes me think of that day in your guys's office <laughs> <laughs> and uh so anyway this high road holland is about uh anger being temporary madness and not to succumb to that emotion so people get angry for all sorts of reasons from trivial ones like someone cutting you off on the highway to really serious ones like people are dying all around the world because of senseless acts of violence but mostly anger arises for trivial reasons that's why the american psychological association has a section of its website devoted to anger management increasingly or excuse me, interestingly, it reads very much like one of the oldest treaties on the subject. And that is what I was referring to originally, On Anger, written by the Stoic philosopher Lucius Aeneas Seneca back in the first century. Um, Stoicism is the school of Hellenistic philosophy, which was a Greek um, that flourished in ancient Greek and Rome. Um, the Stoics believed that the practice of virtue was enough to achieve happiness or welfare. 
they practiced the four main virtues in everyday life. And those are wisdom, courage, temperance, and that essentially means moderation, and then justice. Seneca thought that anger is a temporary madness and that even when justified, we should never act on the basis of it because, quote, this is quoting him in his, in his, uh, in his papers there, other trials and tribulations affect our judgment, anger affects our sanity. Others come in mild attacks and, grow and go unnoticed, but people's minds can plunge abruptly into anger. Its intensity is in no way regulated by its origin, for it rises to the greatest heights of the most, from the most trivial beginnings. And then by implementing the advice of another Stoic philosopher, the second century, so going way back again, slave turned teacher, his name was Epictetus, who, thought his student, who taught his students in this way, and I love this. Remember that it is we who torment, we who make difficulties for ourselves, that is, our opinions do. What, for instance, does it mean to be insulted? Stand by a rock and insult it. And what have you accomplished? If someone responds to insult like a rock, what has the abuser gained with his abuse? Isn't that awesome? That is that awesome. Is, you know? yeah. um, indeed, to develop the attitude of a rock towards insult takes time and patience. By simply ignoring insult or false accusation and focusing your energy on something constructive and positive, you will deflate the aggressor's intentional aggravation attempt while you maintain calm and peace of mind. A great example of this is an essay by Martha Nussbaum about Nelson Mandela. As most of us know, he was sent to prison by the apartheid government of South Africa for 27 years. Instead wow. of nurturing his anger, which we, he knew would lead nowhere, he, he needed to overcome that destructive emotion, and he chose to reach out to the other side to build trust, if not friendship. Eventually, his wisdom paid off, and he was able to oversee one of those peaceful transitions to a better society that is very rare indeed. Here are some techniques to use to help manage situations that can piss you off. First, think about what situations trigger your anger and decide ahead of time how you're going to deal with them. Check your anger as soon as you feel its symptoms. Don't wait or it will get out of control. Associate with calm people. Moods are infective. Practice techniques to help you relax. Relaxed minds don't get angry. Seeking or seek relaxing environments. Don't engage in discussions where you are tired you are more prone to irritation, and that's really true with me. <laughs> Don't start discussions when you're thirsty or hungry for the same reason. Deploy self-depreciating humor. This helps disarm others. And Seneca wrote of delaying your response, go outside, go for a walk or a drive. This allows you to rationalize your response. And last thing, change your body to change your mind. Slow yourself down, change your posture, smile. All of these are proven to help you refocus and reduce your anger. Above all, be charitable to others as a path to good living. Seneca's advice on anger has stood the test of time, almost 2,000 years. And we would all do well to learn to avoid and process our anger better. And the quote is also from another stoic philosopher who happened to be a Roman emperor, 
Um, Marcus Aurelius said, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. And I think I've used that one years ago, but I really like that. You know, get out of bed in the morning and think what a blessing it is to be able to do that. Love Agreed. It. Isn't, it, isn't it funny, though, Super Dave, we talk about those, all this stuff for thousands of years. Yeah. And we still can't do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> still man. Can't, still, can't, still can't get it right. Still can't pull so, it off. So true. It's still such a, a work in progress. And, yeah. And uh, you struggle with it. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't it be a... A thought that if you could, if it was easy, I guess it would be easy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool because even though life was so different, two thousand, even four thousand or six thousand years ago, people were still people. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't you know whether you walked in, I don't know, making up wooden shoes or fancy tennis shoes. Now, still the still your feelings, yep. still your thoughts, still your anger, still all of that. Yeah, doesn't love. You know, it yeah. it is different how it applies to us, though. I mean, I, I totally get what you guys are saying, but you know, we wake up every morning, we try and come to work. I know we, you know, we're talking about it being slow right now and stuff like that. But you look at you know some of the people that are having to deal with war torn Ukraine, Jerusalem, Gaza Strip. I mean, these people have fled their homes, right? They they don't even have a place to live, right? You know, Andrick just Andrick just bought his first home with his brother. Right. Right. I mean, talk about the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we, we. I know. You know, sometimes we may get down or whatever, but man, we we live in the greatest country in the world, and we need to remember that. You talk about, you know, not walking on the flag, Jim. You know, what a great reminder to bring that to our our head. Mm-hmm. You know, and think about those things that what we have in this country. We're just blessed, right? You know, I mean, we we can talk about the the immigrants that are coming up here and crossing our borders illegally and stuff. The bulk of them want a better life. That's it, right? I mean, because again, we're the greatest country in the world. We need to figure out how to make that happen. So, I guess I I kind of just want to touch on a, on a few things, just kind of bringing on that for my closing thoughts. But if you sit back, can I mean? I, these are kind of not rhetorical questions, but I'm going to ask them anyway. You know, I'm sure you guys can get a couple of these, and and I guess that's my point. But can you guys name the five wealthiest people in the world? I mean, I'm sure you can name one or two, probably. Like Bezos. So, yeah, Bezos. Yeah. Sure, right. But five? I mean, can you guys name combined, right? Five would be tough. I know can, uh, Warren Buffett's one. Yeah, Tesla. Um, yeah, he was yeah Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Sure. Uh, sure. There's a Saudi guy that's... Right up there. I can't sure. Think yeah. his name. Can you guys name the last five Heisman <clears throat> Trophy winners? Nope. Couldn't tell you one. Can you name yeah. the last five winners of the Miss America pageant? Nope. Can you name ten people who have won the Nobel or Pulitzer Prize? Not ten. That 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 one. Just not to interrupt you, Dave. That one always shocks me when somebody says they're a Nobel Peace Prize winner. You're like, I d- didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's isn't a, Obama for, or one of the presidents just just won it here recently? Um, I, I believe they presented it to Carter. Oh, really? Because of his age and what he's done, ah, or he's gotten it. Gotcha. Know, all gotcha. His... Can you name the last half dozen Academy Award winners for Best Actor or Actress? Nope. What about the last decade's worth of World Series winners? Nope. So the point is, none of us remember the headliners of yesterday. And those are no second-rate achievers. 
I mean, to be the richest people in the world, a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. My gosh, right? Miss America pageant, Nobel Peace Prize or Pulitzer winners. So they're the best in their field. But the fact is applause dies and awards tarnish. Achievements are forgotten. Accolades and certificates are buried with their owners. Can you guys name or do you know a list of a few teachers who aided your journey through school? I have two or three. I do too. Yeah. Right? Can you name three friends who have helped you through a difficult time? Yep. Yep. Can you name five people who have taught you something worthwhile? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's almost a bigger list. Right? Yeah. Can First, you think of a few people who made you feel appreciated and special? That, that's a little harder. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer is yes, though. You, you know, you it, think about it. Sure, it is. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. I guess what I, I think about is sometimes it's hard to to get a get not get a compliment, but to absorb it. Yeah, maybe to take it. Yeah, for you to take one. Can you think of five people who enjoy you spending who in, who you enjoy spending time with? Hopefully, How right? Many? Five? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, just three. <laughs> Does that include your dogs? <laughs> no, yeah. that would make it five. <laughs> so the lesson is the people who make a difference in your life are not the ones with the most credentials, the most money, or the most awards. They're simply the ones who care the most. Hmm. I like Amen. that. Yeah. Yeah, when you were reading that first list and I was just rattling off my nose, I'm like, I don't care about any of that stuff. Right, so that's why I don't know. Like I could care, but but Jam, look at how big society makes it. Yeah, I mean that's the world. You know, that's who won album of the year. Who don't care, right? Yeah, I don't care about any of that. You know, it bothered me for a moment there. We all knew more or less the richest people, but we couldn't name any of those other people, (laughs) right? So does that mean money means more to us than other achievements? Exactly, Dave. I I guess that's my point. Yeah, I I kind of think though that that. The richest people are are throwing at us all the time. In the news, you know, huh? like Amazon and Joe Bezos. You know, the not Joe Bezos, but Amazon See, and Bezos. Even, you don't even really know his name. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. thinking about Doesn't Joe matter. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I think he's rich by now too. Yeah, I think yeah. only because you've talked about his yacht. It right. actually came up on my phone last night. Uh, the yacht did. Yes, yes. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, how big that freaking yacht is. Yeah. And it's $23 million a year just to maintain it. Is that what it is? I didn't run across that. $23 million a year. Because I can't imagine that. That's just a habit. Right? Yeah. I mean, the guy's worth like $300 billion. billion, Yeah. 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 Yeah, because just that. I have no idea what he's worth. A heck of a lot more than anyone I know. Right. Yeah, Yeah. his annual income is... Easily covers that $23 million. He's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. when he dies, he ain't gonna be any more dead or alive than us. Nope, no. and can't take any of it with him. No. You know, he'll have, well, a, nice, he'll cool. have a nicer that's coffin. Warren Buffett created that um, that charity of his, and, yes. and Bill Gates is part of it. I can't remember what it is, but they have to give away something like ninety percent of their fortune while sure. they're still living. Sure, yeah, wow. yeah. You know, that was one of the things. I mean, I. I hope I don't take from your final thoughts here because now I'm kind of back to a bullshit session. But Dave, you touched upon that. It's philanthropy, mm-hmm. right? These people have the money to to 
do philanthropy, which is the giving of funds or your, you know, it could be your time as well, but it's more known as financial funds, right? In some type of, of charity or whatnot. And uh, I helped uh, way back when Sam was in, I think he was in grade school. So it was, no, it was in junior high. He was over at Rocky Top. So it was sixth or seventh grade. And American Furniture actually puts on a junior achievements group at American Furniture Warehouse down there off 84th. They have this whole area upstairs uh, in their warehouse back there that they bring in busloads of kids and they do this little junior achievement program on, okay, you just pull this this ticket out or the teacher hands you a ticket out of this envelope. It's all random and like, I'm going to make it up. You're a truck driver. You're a chef. You're a school teacher. You're a lawyer. You're a you're a district attorney, whatever the case may be, whatever these jobs are, and it gives you your salary. And then you have to sit down and you have to do a budget for all of that. And I had several kids come up to me and go, hey, will you look at this budget? I, I went there as a, a, you know, just a helper, right? A, a volunteer, an aide. And uh, I thought, gosh, what a great thing, you know? And a couple of the kids came up and said, hey, would you look at this worksheet? Does it look complete? And I'm like, well, yeah, you make X amount per year. And here you can afford a house or an apartment. And it looks like you've got that. And you've got some, uh, you know, money in there for a car. And, you know, you just kind of work through their budget. And I, I thought it looked great. And, man, pretty soon I had a handful of kids coming up to me going, hey, will you check this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, it looks great to me. And they all left. And pretty soon one of them came back and they're like, well, you weren't that big a help. I I got like a C minus on this or whatever. And I'm like, what? I thought your budget looked great. And you guys, I didn't put anything in there for some of the kids that didn't have the money to give for philanthropy. Uh, and I, I th- So they wanted to see that. They wanted yes. to see X amount of dollars. Yes. For- yes. And I, but they didn't have it, Dave. Right. But they still wanted it. Right. And I yeah. struggled with that, you guys. Because we're sitting here talking about the richest men in the world that have one amazing philanthropy project because they can. I just believe not everybody can, but I do believe they can give in other ways. It doesn't have to be financial. You can donate your time. You can donate a weekend hour to help the elderly or you know what I mean? There's there's other things you can do and I was a little disappointed that our school system was saying, "Hey, you know, you've got a job and you only make $31,000 a year, you can't afford a house." You're going to have to live with your parents until you're 30. And uh, by the way, you need to give X amount of your money to philanthropy. And I I kind of struggled with that. It was hard for me to swallow to a degree. You know what I mean? When there's, there was other ways I think you could give, but I, I guess the disappointing part was it was all based on money, Hmm. right? They didn't say you could give in other ways like I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I felt like I, I kind of hosed those kids, you know, a, a bit to a degree. And then I, I kind of got my chest puffed up a little bit like, wait a minute, they can't afford this, you know, but the doctor or the lawyer who's making 150000 a year, they can, you know. So I don't know. It was, it was tough. I, I, I had a tough time with that. I don't know that I'm, I'm right or wrong, you know, because I, I do believe everyone should give. I just don't know that everyone financially can. So the Bible says, give your first 10% back to the Lord. Sure. So what giving back to the Lord looks like, you know, maybe there's some controversy if you belong to a church that misappropriates funds or stuff like that, right? But it also says it's the only place in the Bible where it says to test God. Like, give your 10% back to the Lord 
and you could test him and see if it doesn't come back to you, you know, greater than that. Sure. It also says it'll be a lot harder for a rich man to get into heaven than a poor man, <laughs> right? Because a rich man has it to give. And there's a story in the Bible, I don't have the verses here, of a girl, she had like two shekels, it's like two cents, and she gave that. That's all she had, and she gave it, and that was greater than, you know, somebody giving a hundred thousand dollars that's got three hundred billion. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, different ways to look at it, but uh, you know, I don't know. To me, if you go on a percentage, whether you got thirty thousand or three hundred billion, I mean, the percentage is a percentage. You yeah. know, and you see, you see homeless people, you know giving back to their fellow homeless people too you know so i don't know i don't know if we're on the same page as that but that's okay <laughs> well they never even mentioned church jam so <laughs> right yeah no i know it wasn't a, it wasn't a church talk you were talking about american furniture warehouse and their budget and like philanthropy i get it, it you know but it was just at american furniture warehouse they were right. kind enough to donate to ja to junior achievement sure so, yeah they hosted the event yes right. yeah I get which it. i think is awesome i mean what the yeah, i'm kind of breaking it down to one thing just because we got on that subject to a degree you know what i mean what they did for the kids was actually great yeah right absolutely. so many of the kids can't even balance a checkbook they don't even know how to write a check today sure back to the church talk Giving should cost you a little bit of faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's easy to give what, what you don't care about. But if you start giving a little bit more that costs you some faith, uh, it, does something, it does something for you. Sure. So, Jim, you got final thoughts? <laughs> I do, Jeff. <laughs> Seems like always so, right? Um, so a tree grows not because it wants to, but because it was created to, so is that a is that a story of potential? It does what it's, it does what it was created to do, right? So right. I, so I guess, pro- guess not. Probably not. No. So human beings are the only life form that will do less than they possibly can. Wow. Hmm. So, is that a story of potential? Nope. <laughs> Unpotential. <laughs> well, it kind of comes back to you. You're either growing or dying. Right. Right. right? That's all it is. That is but, I, but I think about that when I, when I read this is, you know, that there is that potential to do less than what we can, and we have that choice. And they're right. I don't know any other life form that has that choice to do less. Huh. You know, that that doesn't fight every day to feed itself or groom itself or whatever it was meant to do is swim in the ocean or whatever. And, huh. and we have that choice of doing less every day if we want. It's crazy. Yeah. But comparing the human race to mammals or other species, I mean, we're also the only species that wakes up when it's tired and goes to bed when it's not. Why would we do that? You don't see you don't see a dog saying, "Let me set my alarm and get up tomorrow when I don't need to." You know what I mean? Or it's nine o'clock. I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got to get up and yep. work tomorrow. Yeah, but if we're if we're that higher species mm-hmm. as such that can make those choices that you know go to bed or whatever, how come we choose to do less than what our potential is? Where I don't is know. I would say not everybody's built that way though. I'd say the majority of people we run into, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but 
some people are wired at a higher level than others. Yeah, I still think, though, that everybody, no matter what your achievements, at some point you make that choice to do less. Mm. But we, we have that right. Yeah. You know, have that. I think society can fuel that. You know, back when you, when, you know, let's just say 10,000 years ago, your little group was fighting for survival every yeah. day. Hunting, hunter-gatherers, and, yeah, right? And yeah. nowadays you don't. You, you, you know, punch in, punch out, and pay your bills. And I, I don't know, it's society, I think, has degraded the human spirit a little bit like that. Yeah, I just look at also, like, the way people value work. You know, like, some people, they have no problem calling off of work. Like, you know, for, for whatever the reason may be. Like, my bird said... I'm not coming to work, right? And then other people, like I would say the people in this room, like it'll take a lot for us to call off for work. You know what I mean? Like there's been a few times like, oh, my pinky hurts. And my wife will be like, why don't you call off? Well, because I'm not built like that. I don't, I'm going to go to work, right? But is it wrong for the person? Like at the end of the day, when we die, right? Because we were just talking about what are you going to be remembered by, right? Right. When we die, is any gonna be like, anyone gonna be like, you know, those men on the podcast? They went to work every day, you know, and that means more than a guy that stayed home because his bird was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes I start thinking about that. Right. Like, well, what's a big deal? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, so you know, does it make me better, or you know, did that guy have time with his bird to feel better? You know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have the answer. Yeah. It's just Mick. You know, we talk about him all the time, or that you know. You guys know Mick Walker, but we've talked about him on the podcast before, how we brought him in years ago to help us with our business. And, you know, he looked right at Jim and I, and we just talked to him a week ago, and he said the same exact thing. He said, you're never going to go to your grave and have someone speak at your site and say, uh, or a guy that's going to go to his grave and say, gosh, I wish I would have worked more. <laughs> right. You know? Right. I mean, that's not going to happen. He always had a problem with our hours. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, Dave? Yeah. 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 Mo most people are cut out for these hours. Right. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. You know, we even have truckers that come through here and they're like, you know, during the summertime, they're like, yeah, no, this is crazy. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I would, ha I would, I would have to ask though, Jim. And I, I, so if you're not here working, what are you doing? Are you not, are, uh, I would, I would bet that if you're not here working, you're doing something that is much less than your potential. That's that's where well, my we don't, we don't know. I guess everyone would be different, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're not working and you just at home watching Jerry Springer, that's not productive, <laughs> you know. Or are you doing Isn't some? <laughs> I've learned a thing or two from a Springer show. <laughs> or you know, are you? I don't know, doing something to better yourself, reading a book, or, yeah, yeah. You know, spending time with your family or. I don't talking know. to your bird. Talking to your bird. You right. know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. Or are you playing video games? But is that enriching your life? I don't I just don't know. Like, I, I I think I, everyone I, is different. Yeah. yeah. I mean I would have to be guilty. I go home most nights during the week and I am not up to my potential. I watch T V. Yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm actually surprised by the amount of shows you know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, Jim does, you know, that that is relaxing though. Like that, that's a nice way to spend time with your spouse to watch the TV, watch TV but and decompress. You know, Jim, I'm sorry to interrupt Jim. It's okay. That is being productive because you need time for yourself. You need to unwind. 
it's a mental health thing that sure. you can get prepare yourself to go to bed and sleep well. So you could look at it in that way too. You you could you could. Not I mean, that. except for the blue light that ruins your sleep. But I see what you're saying. And <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. The screen time is not good, right? right? Right. And I I totally I totally agree with you, Super Dave, and and you, Jam. But is that you know like anything? Should that time be spent? Can I can I get just as much relaxation and potential out of that if I just would go for a thirty minute walk? Mm, that would be better for you. Yeah. Right? For and all of us. For and, all and of I us, would right? I have to say so, yes. So, <coughs> what, so why don't I do that? So my my thing I just read here is we're the only species that does less. I go home and do less. I watch that TV instead of going for a walk. You have that choice. I have that choice. And I guess it's a, you know, I'm trying to think about it in the whole realm is you have a choice, and I'm just going to use this simply as a, as a deal, is cleaning that tailgate, mm. you know, cleaning the back of your trailer off. You have that choice. Nope. And and we can <laughs> shouldn't be a choice, right? <laughs> not, not gonna Let's do it. <laughs> nope, no choice there. Let's not do that, right? Um and, and you can and you can't, but then I, I, I you know, let's make it a little I don't know, a little gross, I guess. You have a choice of <laughs> of taking a shower or not. That shouldn't be a choice either. <laughs> yeah. Right? But you know some it's it's a choice and that and you can you know whether you need a shower or not you can do less yeah so so simply weirdly (laughs) yeah but i get it right so i've talked about my friend todd Zelinsky before the other day he posted it says 15 well this is like five days ago so add five (laughs) it was 1515 days straight that he ran wow it doesn't matter if he's sick it doesn't matter if he's hurt I mean, look at, so I did the math. I'm like 15, 15 divided by 365. It was like 4.16 years. Wow. He has ran every single day. And you. if you look at him, he's a lunchbox. He's not He's not a string bean. You know what <laughs> I mean? He's a lunchbox. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he's, got, he's got muscle. I mean, he's just, right? So he's just wired a little different, right? So what do I do on his post? I'm like, nobody cares. Work harder, right? Because he's a Cameron Haynes fan. Yeah. But, okay, so there's your accomplishment. Good for you. You ran four years straight. Nobody yeah. cares. Work harder. Right? <laughs> he could appreciate me saying that because the next day he's going to get up and he's going to work harder. Like, right. that's how he's built. You know, there is a health benefit to that. Is it healthy, though? Like, running every day. I, first of all, I don't think running is healthy at all. Right? It's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good it's, for your heart. These are going to give out. All yeah, it's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. It sucks for your body. You know what I mean? But again, he's a lunchbox. He's he's not a screen like it's working for him somehow. Jim, weren't we built to run? Uh, I mean, we were built to chase food or run from food. Yeah, but we used to only live to like twenty five years old too. You know what I mean? Well, that's because we couldn't run as fast anymore. That, <laughs> right. that food now ate us. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we became the food. But we were also free running. We didn't lose sentence. I mean, there's there's right. all this stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. But yeah. what a, what an accomplishment to be able to say yes. You, you yeah. know, for that me, is, like pretty like, awesome. I was proud of myself because I dry practice. Like, you know, that's that's a thing we do in the gun world where you don't have any ammo. You just practice your draw stroke and you dry practice, right? And I got like, I can't remember. I'm just going to make up a number. 150 days and I thought that was good. And I was going for a year and then something happened and I was like five days behind. Ruined. Ruined it. <laughs> you got to start over. 1,515 days of running. You know what though, Jim? I have gotten up at 3.30 in the morning and gone to work way more than that. 
Well, good I bet for you. you. It's in the ten thousand days. Well, nobody cares. We're <laughs> right. So I don't really care that this guy ran for for one thousand five hundred days. Right. Uh, honestly, me either. I just like getting on his post and busting his balls. Uh, so he's not a guy. I don't think that's doing less. Yeah, and I mean, you know, not to. It feels like I'm arguing with you, Jim, but. Is there because he runs and he and he's you know tired? He's dedicated so much to that. He's made s- uh, such a huge accomplishment. But is there a piece in his life at some point that he does less because he has ran every day? I don't know. I you mean, know is he I, missing something? Maybe you yeah, know. Who yeah. knows? And yet, and yet, the less might be just watching some TV. And like compressing. Super Dave said, that's okay because he needs that to to let yeah. his body heal. Yeah. yeah could be yeah i don't know what he's missing in his life or if he's missing something you know but you said it earlier you pull this lever this one gets pushed so if you're doing this with your life maybe you're not doing that with your Mm -hmm. life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so and again i think some of that comes back to what's the what's the best for you or maybe what's the best for the people around you because like you like you said dave when you're asking those questions you know remember the you know, the Heisman Trophy winner, but you do remember that friend that showed up and helped you. Right. You know, or, or yeah. you know, you were able to talk to him or, you know, anything like that. That's what you, that's what you do remember. And that's, yeah. that's a choice that don't do less yeah. at that point. You I know? mean, you mentioned the tree too, Jim. Is that tree in a desolate climate where it's barely going to get any water and it's barely going to get any shade and it's, you know, going to be burnt on one side because, you know, there's nothing else around but glaring heat, you know, and it's 110 degrees all day for four months, and then it has a horrible winter to go through, or is it in a lush, green, beautiful, tropical environment where it's got everything around it to thrive? And you I, know, I mean, you can take that, you can put that tree in any environment, and it's going to thrive or die. Right, and I, I mean that's kind of what we're talking about here. We're getting a little philosophical, like metaphorically, like people, right? That tree, because that's what you're doing. The comparison is to people, right? What environment was that tree put in? Just like what environment was that person put in? Yeah, and I, I looked at it a little bit different than that because there is the the part of dying, Dave. But that that tree's potential or its job is to grow. Whether it got a bunch of sunlight. It grew, whether it got barely any sunlight, it grew because that's its, that's its potential. Sure. May not have been six feet tall or it may not have been 100 <coughs> feet tall. But that, you know, f- philosophically, that's, it grew because sure. that was his job. So I guess I'm at, what what is our job? I bet that tree had been through some storms too. Right, right. <laughs> well, you, I, I have it no on my- No pun intended, but weathered some storms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have it on my phone and I and I and the picture of it, and I think it's when we were wheeling and stuff, Jam, there's this giant boulder with this crack in it that this tree's growing out. Mm. And, not, and that tree found that speck of dirt right. in the rock to grow and take root. And I know that's- that's really getting yeah. into another subject, but its job was to grow. Yeah. It did its job. No matter no matter what the circumstances, it grew. Right. So what's a, what's our job? The human, not not us individually. What is our job as humans? I, I think I think it's the questions Dave asked. I think it's the the whole thing of faith, Jam. I think it's mm-hmm. um, you know how you. It's a 
It is so complex, and I think that's the reason it's so difficult. You're just not assigned to grow because our growth can be spiritually, muscle. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know, church talk again. Love God, love people. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It could be simple, but it becomes complicated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Super like I just told Dave, he just spit all that out, and that's from a thousand years ago. Huh. Same Dude, shit. By the way, the yeah, Se- yeah, two thousand years. By the way, Seneca is a name of a Coast Guard cutter. It's a two seventy. Oh, cool. Yeah, Coast Guard cutter Seneca. Huh. Yeah. And is with that, that being said, is Seneca water related? Because I want to say that's a boat manufacturer too, Jim. Now that I think about it, mm, I don't know, but huh. I think it's named after that Seneca person. Huh? Interesting. Mm, yep. You know something else I just found interesting. I mean, you guys know tomorrow's the 29th. So it's a leap year. Mm. I don't know why in my head. Do you guys know how often leap year is? Four What's years. Four years. Huh? Yeah, I thought it was four. Dave. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was seven for some reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, it's every four <laughs> We're years. We're not back to that math again, are we? Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I didn't tell you what it was. Me, I asked if let you Let me did. see that calculator. <laughs> Ironically, what I think is funny is, isn't that every presidential election? Right. On a leap year? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't think so. Then it can't be every four years. Right? Yeah. Has to oh, be. man. Yeah, so. Let me get, get my phone out here. <laughs> Dave, All I know is Dave and I are passing the same calculator. 365 and one quarter days. Yeah. So to simplify it, they so just check throw this that out. extra day in there. Oh, All, there you go. All I had to do is type how often. And it came right up. Is leap year. Yeah. Well, I bet being tomorrow yeah. the, yeah. the leap Once year Once every day. four years. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I mean, a gym teacher in school that... You know, when you were learning about all that stuff, and he was born on leap year, and I don't know, he should have been 30, and he was not to do the math. He was like 18. So then, so <laughs> then I type in, is leap year the same? And what do you think it did? Presidential. As election year. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, the things yeah, you don't know. Yep. Or just don't put together. Soup, right? you got any more final thoughts? Man, I'm, I'm all thought out. Fresh tapped. <laughs> my, my final thoughts scripted. Don't forget and like. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> don't forget and like <laughs> to the Channel Twenty Three podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to episode seventy two to help find Amber's mom. The notes to where is my stuff? I am screwing it all up. Well, anyway, go back listen to episode seventy two. The note, nope. the links, the links to help find her mom will be in today's notes as well. There you go. I, I've, I don't know how popular it is. I've got to break in here a second, but I've just got hooked a couple of times. There's a company, I should write down its name, but they go and find the cars that people have either driven in lakes or rivers and stuff like that or suicide or accident stuff. And, and it reminds me of mom or Amber's mom about bringing relief to the families that right. they didn't know what happened to right. their, their family member, but they... They find them in a car either by accident or on mm. purpose or right. or stuff like that, and it's just a. I wish I wish something amazing would happen to find Amber's mom like that. That and I and I don't. You think the worst, but we all we've all accepted that it's probably the worst. That it's foul play, right. but just to to bring closure to yeah. all this. I mean, it would be nice that. Well, it would be. Be a miracle and a welcome miracle to find Amber's mom. Yes. Yeah, and announce it, Jam, is what I was going to say. Say it, that that we've brought, she's found some peace. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. Well, see you guys next week. 
Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a safe week. Oh, we're not doing the. Oh yeah, let's do that thing. Yeah, I lost. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm following the host. (laughs) The host sucks. I've been telling telling you that for over two years. So that host is fighting some fatigue. (laughs) Yeah, he's tired today. Oh man. All right. I will say, I thought I was tired. There's a whole new level of time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't fucking know about. So. My hat's off to you, Jim. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You're being, you're not doing less, he's, yes, my friend. He's, yeah. He's yeah. living yep. to his potential, isn't yep. he? Right? Yep. yep. Together, Together we, we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together, we are the JFW family. All right. Yeah, everybody. Have a great great week, everybody. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem, because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. See those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. We got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. We'll lay it all out on the line. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down and they keep that diesel trucking. Keep that hammer down and keep that diesel trucking. See those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. They just keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats. Cause those customers are calling and those red trucks can't be beat. They've got to put the hammer down and pick up another load. Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road. Keep them eyes open on the road.
shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, Breaker 23, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.